This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. As we enter into the tail end of the year, there are people who are making many decisions that will affect their financial situation. With the holidays approaching, people might be uh, uh, looking for things, uh, more things on credit, like buying a new car. Others might be looking to buy major assets in the new year, like a house. But one thing that people, regardless of your financial situation, should be thinking about is taking control of their credit. And we're going to talk about this issue and help provide uh, some ways that people can improve and control their credit is Sheila Winston with Chase Bank. Good morning, Sheila. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much. That's good. Sheila, uh, first, let's talk a little bit about uh, your credit score versus your credit report, because some people might view them as one and the same, and although they are related, uh, people should know mm-hmm. the difference. Okay, so basically, a credit score lets the lender know how good you are from a responsibility standpoint. The higher your score is, the more responsible you are, and the lower it is, the less responsible you are. What they do is they indicate whether or not you are a good risk to the lender, so they want to make sure that you have strong scores. The scores typically range between 300 and 850, and the lower the scores I shared, the more risk, the higher the score, the better chance is that you're going to be able to find. Right. Now, Sheila, what are some of the types of things that are factored into credit scores? Okay, well, the things that they look at when they look at the credit score, basically the score is made up of two different factors. You have your Vantage score and you have your FICO score. And the Vantage score looks at the prime, the top tier is 661 to 850, non-prime, the middle tier is 601 to 660, and then subprime is 600 or below. And your FICO score basically shows 800 above, as I shared earlier, very good is 740 to 799, good is 670 to 739, fair is 580 to 669, and poor is 579 or above. So what they've taken as far as putting a score is your payment history, that's what Vantage looks at. And Vantage also looks at the credit mix and the average account age, the percentage of your available credit and how much your debt is, and how many new credit accounts or inquiries you have and how much your credit you have available. Uh, the FICO looks at the payment history of your existing credit. So the FICO is going to look at 35% of your total score, how much debt you currently owe is going to equate to 30%, the length of your credit history will be 15% of the score, and then how many new credit accounts or inquiries you have will be about 10% of your score. 
So all those factors are taken into consideration when you look at a credit score. And so what you want to do is always make sure you're conscious of what you are putting on your score because the whole aim is at least try to get about 700 and above. That's the ideal score that a lot of lenders like to see. Right. Now, Sheila, can we talk a little bit about some of the things that don't matter when it comes to credit uh, and credit scores? You know, I ask that question because there are people uh, who have, you know, very good jobs and quite a bit of disposable income but have bad credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also have people uh, on the other flip side with limited resources and limited income with very good credit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so basically, so things that do not matter – um, when it comes to the credit report, is your employment history. Um, that is something that credit um, agencies might track, but that information doesn't necessarily affect your score. Um, so whether or not you have a job may affect your ability to repay the loan, but it's not going to be a part of what determines as far as your credit number. Uh, Saving account balances, that's not going to affect your score. Um, your credit score is based solely on your credit history, your ability to repay and to maintain good credit, and your bank account balance is not a part of your credit history. Um, also, another factor that is not going to be taken into consideration when it comes to credit is your age. Uh, your date of birth might be on your credit report, but you can be very assured that that's not going to affect your credit, nor where you live is going to be a factor. So the main thing that's going to affect your credit is that you want to build a strong credit history and show that you have the ability to repay the loan and that you're paying on time. And Sheila, let's talk a little bit about the credit report itself now. You know, what is it that people should know about their credit report? Okay, your credit report is something that I look at from the standpoint of the reporting of how well you're able to maintain credit. The best thing to kind of relate it to is a credit, is a report card, um, whether or not you can maintain the different accounts that you have. Um, when I think of report card, I think of like your A, Bs, and Cs, and a credit report should be looked at like that as well. Are you maintaining your accounts? Are you able to repay them? Are you able to repay them on time? Are you able to maintain you know, uh, the, the information that you've taken out as far as what's even showing on the report? A lot of times um, people will take out credit, and they don't understand the importance of it, and they'll end up with a lot of negatives on their credit, and they will have to keep positive. Like, for example, they'll have 30-day late, 60-day late, and 90-day late, and that is not a good thing because, again, the credit report is an indicator to the lender of how well you're doing. As I shared before, whether or not you're an A, B, or C student, if you look at it from that standpoint, they also have what's called A, B, and C paper loans. You always want to make sure that you're on the A paper and that you have places, uh, things in place that will help you to be able to stay current on paying on time. Whether you have to set up auto pay from your bank account, which will help you have peace of mind, or even online bill pay is another factor that you can use to make sure that you pay your debts on time. So keeping that on time payment is number one. Right. And and speaking of uh, paying your bills on time, a few uh, do's and don'ts. I um, mean, you just talked about the first portion that I was going to talk about with, you know, paying your bills on time, you know, uh, but mm-hmm. also, if we can talk about, you know, in addition to paying your bills on time, the utilization of credit, what that looks like and why that's important. Okay, so the utilization of credit is very important simply because it's going to affect your score as well. Um, you want to make sure that you 
use 30% of your credit cards or less. That's the number that you always want to make sure you have in your mind, 30% or less. So a simple calculation is if you had a $1,000 credit limit and the balance was higher than $300, um, it will start to drag your score down. You always want to make sure that you don't overutilize your credit. Um, you want to keep it 30% or less. Another thing I want to mention, too, is when you get these credit cards that are 0% payment and you put everything on that card, that can actually drag your score down. Reason why is because, again, you're over that 30% utilization. So always make sure you keep the 30% utilization in mind and not go over that. Right. And let's talk a little bit about credit history right now and the length of time uh, with credit and why that's also important. Okay, perfect. So, um, again, the zero balance is what is going to come into play. Just show how long you've had this credit. So the length of credit, the length of time is very, very important. You want to at least have your credit in place for at least 10 years because what you want to do is you want to establish a credit payment history, and that's basically what your credit report is going to show. It's going to show accounts that you had on your credit score in the last 10 years or five years and how your payments have been. Um, there's a lot of factors that's going to be on the credit history as far as, you know, your late pays, your delinquencies. And you can see all of that in the beginning of your report. So you always want to make sure that you look at that uh, when you're looking at a credit report. But, again, your credit history is going to show and come into place for a length of time and how long you've had that account open. And you want to make sure that you have some accounts that, as I shared before, have zero balance on it. You never want everyone to close a a, a credit card because it's going to take your score down. You want to make sure that you keep that score open because it's going to create a credit history, which will equate to your score. Mm. And, uh, Ashila, what about uh, people opening new accounts and then also credit checks? Sometimes you hear, uh, you know, people talking about, they, you know, they want to check your credit and they, they tell you that it's, you know, that it won't impact your credit score depending on the type of credit check that they're doing. Uh, can you kind of shed a little light on that? Yes. Actually, um, you should avoid opening new cards within, next, within three to six months. You know, I've heard it from both angles. I've heard that people say it doesn't affect your credit, it does, and all that type of stuff. You want to be very conscious of what you're opening. Because um, basically, a lot of times what I've seen, they say that there's soft pulls and there's hard pulls, and a hard pull definitely will affect your credit score. Soft pulls, they say don't. But, again, be very conscious of that. Um, make sure that you are not overdoing it and make sure that you are um, not opening up a lot of new accounts because that's going to um, put a lot of red flags. Even though a lot of times the different places you're going shopping, you say it does not affect your credit. And quite honestly, I've seen it both ways. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But the rule of thumb that you just want to make sure that you keep in mind is that you avoid applying for any new credit cards within a three- to six-month period. Just try to keep it where you have your existing card, especially if you're trying to apply for something you don't want to have a lot of credit inquiries. Um, I had recently done a loan for someone, and they had went and opened up a bunch of credit cards, and for whatever reason that weekend, and also purchased a car, and as a result, the score dropped. So, again, you always want to make sure you don't open up too many new credit cards, and you keep that at a minimum and not go on a three to make your score go down. Right. And, Sheila, I, I, I've heard um, that 
uh, you know, talk about the number of accounts and things of that nature, but also the different types of accounts, because I, I'm understanding a little more today than I guess yesterday, at least, um, that, mm-hmm. you know, there are different types of accounts that look better or way better on your credit score than other types of accounts. Uh, is that true? Well, basically, um, there are accounts that's going to definitely weigh heavy. Your loans, like, for example, your home, your mortgage loan, that is a strong weight on your credit score. Um, credit cards, um, depending on what there are, are definitely going to be a higher weight on your score. If they have high interest rates, possibly, can affect your score. Uh, and you're not making the payments on time, that's going to affect the score. Um, if you have too much credit, you have too much credit out there, too many, too many loans, too many debts, that's going to affect your score as well. So basically, you don't want to have a lot of increase on your credit report, and you also want to be very conscious of the types of things you're putting on there because, again, that's going to weigh very strongly on your credit as far as, like I shared, loans, different things like that. Um, that's going to weigh very, very heavily. So always make sure that you're tuned into what is going to affect that. Right. And, Sheila, we often hear people talk about not overspending during the holidays, uh, which can be hard uh, to do for some people as you get bombarded with cost-saving deals to open new credit card accounts. Um, People might want to make a big splash for their kids and families during the holidays, et cetera. You know, with that being said, Mm -hmm. you know, what should people take into consideration when it comes to the holiday season and taking control of your credit, especially um, as you start to roll into the new year with um, New Year's resolutions and plans for what you want to do uh, in 2023? So basically what you want to do is try to pay for as much as you can by cash and not put a lot on your credit cards. Reason why, because a lot of studies show that people do use their credit cards a lot during the holidays, and what ends up happening is they get credit card remorse because they have a lot of debt afterwards. Just always be very mindful that even though it's on credit, it still needs to be repaid. A lot of times people will use a card because they can't really see the money and they think that, you know, it's one of those things where it's very enticing. There's a lot of different things out there. You know, they say 30 days, same as cash, 90 days, same as cash. But what ends up happening is they don't keep the payments on time at the 0%. They may very well end up at a very high credit card payment. Reason why is because all that interest that was deferred will be charged if it's not paid by the allotted time it should be paid. So just be very careful that you don't just go on a credit card spree and overutilize the credit card to the point where it's going to be to your disadvantage because, again, that needs to be repaid. And that's what happens to many people when they go with these holidays and go on these shopping sprees. They use these cards, and a lot of times credit card companies will have the specials as I was sharing before. But just always remember it needs to be repaid and set up a system to be able to repay it, whether it's through auto pay or the bill pay, as I shared. All right. And Sheila, I want to thank you for your time this morning. Before I let you go, you know, and speaking mm-hmm. directly to our listening audience this morning, you know, what is the most important thing or the biggest thing um, that you would hope that people take away from our conversation this morning? Um, the biggest thing that I'm hoping that people take away from the conversation is to be mindful of their credit. Credit is a wonderful thing to have. It's 
fantastic from a short-term season to be able to get you over the hump, but also be mindful of it. Reason why is because a lot of times people will utilize credit and they'll keep utilizing it, utilizing it to the point where it becomes from a positive to a negative because they don't end up paying the bills on time and they overutilize it and they don't have a plan to pay it back. So my whole thing that I would want people to take away from this is to be very, very mindful of your credit and make sure that you have a plan to pay it back when you when you have it. Sheila with Chase Bank, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show uh, and just bringing this very important information to our community this morning. 